0: But yeah, in that tattoo article, go check it out because not not only will you get to see our bare naked calves, but there is a. Did you read it? I don't know. You must have saw. It. But there's a phenomenal tattoo of a Seattle Sounders fan with a Celine Dion face. Did you see that? It yeah. was amazing. I was like, holy smokes! Like this. Union go. guys stupid brothers podcast presented by the Bradley League game i'm aj down in fredericksburg virginia joined by
1: my co-host and my brother i am luke i'm up here in philly it is episode 84 and recording on uh, thursday march 18th
0: 84 that's yep. crazy we've been doing this uh quite a while i guess
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it seems like a big number i don't know we said 84 yeah. like all these
1: it does it does feel big
0: yeah, so uh first of all, thanks for listening. Um I feel like it's not a podcast if you don't say, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We Is like, that what we're required to say?
1: We have we haven't said that in like two years and now it's your favorite thing to say.
0: Yeah, no, I, I just <laughs> I just I just hear other people saying it a lot. I'm like, maybe I should do that and then I'll <laughs> become famous. Alright, so uh, today we'll talk about, let's see, we're, getting, we're inching inching closer to some soccer games that matter, but we'll talk about one that did not matter, we'll talk about some player news, just a little bit here and there, um, Olympic team, and we'll talk about some March Madness, some bad March Madness ideas, so stick around for that goofy, Goofy A segment, alright, so, soccer games that don't matter, preseason. Union lost 0-1 to one to Orlando. Um, talking points from that game, all homegrowns got minutes, which is cool. That's what you want. Um, nice. Pardon? Um, Jakob Gleznes apparently looked very good. And the loss is all Bendix's fault, according to
1: <laughs> certain people. So, uh, did you have any takeaways from that game? Um I mean, no, we didn't watch. I didn't watch it, so I not really. Um, it was. It's nice to hear that Glazers looks good. Um, or center backs. We, we not that we were worried, but like the lack of Mark McKenzie added maybe a little bit of question mark. So it's good to hear. You know, always good to hear some positives about players we're going to have to rely on a lot this year. So yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, on that. Like I don't know what else can we really say. Um, it was cool to see the jerseys. You know, they look nice. Um. Other than that, yeah, I don't know. There's, hopefully hopefully we'll, we'll have more to talk about. Um, at least I'll be able to watch Saturday's stream of the next preseason game. But, yeah, I mean, we, we lost Orlando, but it, it, it's a preseason. I almost I almost prefer when we lose. The, I feel like the teams that lose preseason games do better in the regular season because they're just tinkering stuff and not, I don't know. That's maybe a dumb way to think about it, but, Yeah.
0: There's no smart way to think about preseason. I think, so, I think if you're thinking about preseason, you're dumb. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest takeaway was uh, the jerseys really looked well. I, I think they showed well um, in photographs. Uh, I love a white short, um, and I just love the baby blue. Um, I'm slowly saving up my pennies to buy myself a jersey, and at some point I will, and then I'll post it on Twitter for everyone to see. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's enough talking about a game that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so some quotes that came out from that game and from Curtin. Curtin has mentioned that Badoya, I mean, that wasn't from the game, but Bedoya and Glassness came into camp possibly as fit as they've been, which is really cool to hear as some vets coming into camp. Um, and then the other thing is that Fontana is giving being given the keys to be the number ten. So reaction to that,
1: yeah. So yeah, the minor ones Bedoya and, and Glezes, That That's a good to hear. I, I think, but the Bedoya ones interesting because we we're kind of at the point where we're thinking like, okay, what's going to happen with him with his age? Is, are we going to be able to rely on him? Game in game out, like we have been the past couple years. Is like, is he going to be fit enough to be able to handle that? Because he, he he always gets so many minutes. So hearing that he's in good fitness is is great to hear. Because like with the current depth, we're not sure exactly what would be next in line for him. I mean, not that like we wouldn't be curious to see some homegrown's or whatever, but it's nice to hear that we can still rely on Bedoya with his leadership and, and skill in midfield. Um, but then yeah, the Fontana one is, is definitely the biggest biggest takeaway because that's the that was that was a big question mark who's gonna play the number 10 and we weren't sure we didn't seem like there was gonna be signing so hearing that current is pretty confident in, in giving fontana that 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 role to start the season is you know makes me feel a little bit more optimistic that that we have we have something in place and that he he'll be ready to take it i don't know how do you feel about it
0: i think i don't oh so i don't I like Fontana a lot, um, you know, came on the podcast, good guy, he had a great year last year, scoring some goals. I don't know if he is a 10. I see him more as a poaching goal scorer, but I, I hope that he, um, I mean, I mean, 10s can score goals. So it's not like he can't score goals. I just don't know if he is the guy who's going to be setting other guys up. So it's kind of, it's going to be interesting to see how he, um, develops into the position and what kind of a 10 he is uh, not all 10s have to be the same right but then I, another piece of this puzzle will be how does he press how does he play play defensively because I feel like that was always where um, Brendan always kind of set himself apart was not only in his offense but his defensive pressure and that's I think what ultimately kind of got him that uh, move to Salzburg because Jesse Marsh said he just liked the kid's work rate that he was I don't even, I think the word was crazy in how hard he works. Um, when he doesn't have the ball. So, I mean, anyone can work hard with the ball, but it's it's all that off the ball work. Um, and so so that'll be interesting to see how Fontana develops into that position. I know there's talks of him and Montero kind of being um fluid in their movements between the eight and ten, all uh, within the diamond. So, yeah, I, it's I, I, not saying that Fontana's like permanently going to be our playmaker, but it. I think it's a role that he has earned, and I think he has earned getting um, a legit turn, a legit chance to prove that he's a starter in this league.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's interesting, like, hearing some of these points we just made, I, it, it kind of resembles, like Aaron said, because Aaronson, like, he may be a little bit more of a playmaker, but he wasn't the, like, it has to go through him. There's a lot of times when we're like, Aronson isn't seeing the ball enough, but, like, his... Work rate and pressing was able and like was 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 you know what what was what made him effective and I feel like those are things that Fontana can replicate more easily than like being that playmaker that we're not sure that's the kind of player he really is. So I, yeah, like it's might might not be like the you know the flashy DP number ten that we were you know maybe hoping for to this to, to, for the union to get this off season, but yeah, like like you said, like he he deserves a chance. So like I, I'm I'm very I'm okay with seeing that to start the season.
0: Yeah, because I mean, what I mean, the other option is bringing in, a you know, a big or a uh, a new DP or a new number ten. Um, I don't know if it has to be a DP, but um, bringing a new ten and then what? Fontana has to spend another year as a guy who comes off the bench. Right. Like, it's not. I I, I don't think that's uh in the recipe for the system that they want. And they, I don't think that the goal is to bring up these homegrowns and then have them just be subs until they're, you know, 23 years old and then sell to a USL team or something. You no, know right. it's, um, and it's like, yeah.
1: And yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's something where it's like, it's not like we're locked into Fontana the whole year. Like, I feel like we keep, I've heard a lot that this summer is where moves are going to be way easier to be made. And like, that's where like the money is going to be start to flowing this summer. So like, if it really if it's something that it's like, it's not working out this summer could be like, when we can, you know, maybe like make some moves and and try to find find another option for the 10. And like, so like, there's definitely like, I don't know, like, I don't know, it's been like union spending money hasn't really been happening. But it's something where we, we still have like the possibility of like, changing this roster if need to if fontana isn't working out or whatever so like i think it's it's definitely worth at least looking at right now with the limitation of the transfer market as well for
0: sure um so that's where we're kind of sitting right now as far as you know that puzzle piece so let's let's do a comparison to where we were this time last year maybe not this time but how we started the year last year. Last year we started against Dallas, lost 2-0. I'm going to read off the starting lineup from last year. I want you to tell me one of three words. Upgrade, downgrade, or push. Okay? Okay. And so, obviously, you know, you take into who the player is. Um, if it's a player who's the same, have they gotten better? Have they gotten worse? And so on and so on. Okay? hmm So Andre Blake, where he was last year to now, do you think he's been upgraded, downgraded, or push?
1: I, I think it's just push. Right.
0: Okay. Well, I, th- I think I would say upgrade because I think coming into last year, we weren't too confident in him or weren't as we were still confident. Sorry, you can't not be confident, but he um, had he was a come off and off year. And off year. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'd say we feel better about him now than we did last year. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Matt Real started the season at left back. Uh, obviously we're starting with Kai. Um, I guess Kai must've been hurt or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was hurt. Yeah. So I think that's an obvious upgrade to mm-hmm. start, assuming, you know, Wagner's not hurting him.
1: Um, so instead of McKenzie, you got Elliott. Yeah, that's probably a downgrade. Not that it's a big downgrade, but McKenzie, you know, he's a great player. So
0: Glesnes got the start last year, going to get the start again this year.
1: That's probably be- probably an upgrade or not upgrade, but like a more positive look because he's probably just going to be even even better this year and especially after the codes we're hearing about him
0: i, I agreed um gaddis gaddis is gone so now you've got either on Bizo or i guess hariel what are your thoughts
1: yeah it's probably a, a downgrade just because ray was was too so reliable um so I think to start the season it's at least a downgrade.
0: Agreed. Montero. Feelings on him this year. Uh, I I think I feel the same. So we'll say that's a push.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um
0: all right. How about last year we started with Craval. Now we've got Martinez. That might be the easiest.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a upgrade. Um yeah. All right. Padilla upgrade downgrade push. I, I think probably push again. Do you yeah. do you see it? like I could see, I honestly could see either way. Yeah, I agree. I could see it either way. You know,
0: you could say oh, he's another year older. He put a lot of miles on his legs last year. Pretty much pushed the team as as high as the team's ever gone. Um, yeah, but you could spin that also the same. Like he's played as good as he's ever played. So um, it depends on how you read it. So I'd say that's a push um
1: Brendan Aronson yeah I think it's I think it's gonna be a downgrade Downgrade. just because Aronson was coming off of a year where he got regular minutes and like he was already getting talked about as like kind of the the homegrown star so Fontana is probably a downgrade from that
0: yeah yeah um I'm just gonna pair these two Sergio and Casper
1: yeah I don't even know like I, I guess push but Yeah, I'm maybe even leaning more towards downgrade because for one thing, I mean, right now Sergio's hurt and I think as a union, union fans, I feel like are getting a little impatient with trying to see whether or not these guys are gonna actually put it together and be consistent, productive strikers.
0: Uh, Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's agreeable. So, just as you were doing that, I was changing their names to core uh, colors. As far as upgrades, we had um Blake, Real, Craval, and Glasnus all kind of feeling better about those positions on the field right now. So that's four guys. Mm-hmm. Um downgrades, um, Mackenzie, uh, all by albeit a, a slight downgrade. Um, Gaddis and Aronson and possibly a Sergio Casper, and then a couple pushes. So you're really looking pretty even there as far as upgrades, downgrades. Um so then I guess you get into the finer margins is the downgrade of Ray to Mbazo. Um, oh, oh yeah. Is it Mbizo Mbizo. Now nah, I completely forget. Sorry. I know, I know his teacher's listening because she messaged us and that was so nice. One second. Sorry, folks, we got a message about pronunciation. We want to make sure we do it right. Um, Mbizo. Like you, I think you were saying it wrong or so you saying it right. Okay, and by should so. yep. be like a buy I mm-hmm. like it. I like it. So shout out to Christy. Thank you for messaging us. Yeah. Um that's that was really cool to get that message. Like, holy smokes, so way to go, Christy. Yeah. Um so in Bizo. I guess it depends on the, the gap that you see, if there's a gap between Ray and him, um, and then Brendan to Fontana. That might I don't know. That might be the biggest gap there. We'll mm-hmm. see. Um, but yeah, then a nice upgrade in Martinez from Craval and then realto wagner so, so cool stuff speaking of, sorry speak of matt real real quick uh dude looks like he's been working out all off season guy looks jacked cole turner looks jacked just looking at their media day photos putting out i mean these media guy photos i need to have them come to my house and take my photo and make me look like that because these guys look huge dude yeah. they look like some grown boys <laughs> so the homegrowns are bringing it i'll just say that all right so what are you gonna say
1: no sorry i was just i was thinking like another step further what's our our bench um I know this wasn't in our, our notes, but if we had like a bench uh upgrade downgrade do you do you have a a feeling of, of a on where a bench would be um so el senior comes
0: in at sixty three that's a downgrade because he's just getting older and it's eventually it's gotta be like seventy fifth minute or uh, um so yeah, i mean Fontana was always our kind of guy off the bench that was obviously a good goal scorer Burke is going to be a solid and Burke obviously will be pushing for a starting spot as well right so so other guys on the bench it's just I mean I mean I mean the bench is just kids you know I was uh, because
1: I was almost gonna say our bench is an upgrade because of Burke um and having him off the bench if he's not starting is is showed to be pretty productive but yeah then then I think about who else, and it's like El Seno and some teenagers, so hmm that yeah, I don't know where that that falls that that doesn't seem super great,
0: yeah, um i think I think it's exciting i think mean, I think we're gonna get to see some cool stuff,
1: yeah, <laughs> I hope I, I,
0: I hope we see some guys just like you know growing into it, and so I think that takes us to uh your your next little proposition here
1: yeah so with all that being said the my a prompt here is where where is the excitement on this team going into this 2021 season and maybe to make that a little bit easier to answer is there a certain player that you're most excited by going into this season
0: all right so as yeah uh, because you kind of gave me this one um I was kind of thinking about it, so I'd say there's high excitement for some people and low excitement for some people. For me, so I think some couple guys who fit into that high excitement level will be um, Burke and Fontana. I think mm-hmm. those are two guys who I hope to see, and maybe maybe a Devries. I, I would say insert a home, pardon, oh boy, <laughs> insert homegrown here. So Burke, Fontana, either Devries, McIlhin. So, like there's another homegrown who's gonna come into that, that little level. And then there's a level of lack of excitement where I'm like, I really don't like please, like no, no thank you, please. Um and well that, that and that might just be El yeah. <laughs> Senio. And it's like weird weird <laughs> that he's gone to that point for me. But it's like I've seen I've seen him for years and years and um I feel like defenses have seen him and I'm tired of watching him being triple teamed by the 18 being able to do very little, but then at midfield being able to snake a dude and then being pushed out of bounds or something like, like I feel like that was what it turned into last year, whereas he was could do his little like snake and fun stuff around midfield. But when it got to where it mattered, teams were like, let's just throw three guys on him and kind of nullified him. So my excitement for him really has gone down just because teams have kind of learned. Um, Then there's, then it's like Martinez. I should be more excited about, but I just I feel like I'm I'm like at this plateau with him where it's just like this really high level of expectation for him. Um, and I could I mean you could say that about a handful of guys. Yeah. But I yeah um, yeah I could say there's and then and then the excitement comes from the 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 underage kids the kids who can't drink the the, the young men. <laughs> Boys, the homegrowns, the ones, like, because there's going to be someone who comes in and you're like, oh, shoot, breeze can play. Uh, McGlynn's got moves. Oh, Turner's a beast. Like, someone's going to pop up and be like, yo, Nathan Harrell, he's, he's our right back. Uh, or, like, you know, someone's going to come in and be like, that dude. And it's just, we don't have that information. We don't have that yet. Um, Craig. Yeah. I forget Craig's first name, but I love the name Craig.
1: Brandon Craig. Yeah.
0: Brandon Craig. There it is. Um, And then, uh, was it Quinn Turner?
1: Is that right? Uh, Nope. Uh, Quinn Sullivan. You're you're combining names here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting all mixed up, but like you've got this whole crop of guys and these names on this depth chart. That's like, someone's going to pop and you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that guy can play. And he might not be a starter by the end of the year, but he's going to be a starter next year. And you're going to be able to see that this year. So that's, that's, I think, with the way the union is built, I think that's that's the level of excitement.
1: Yeah. No. I, yeah. I definitely agree. It's definitely. A, the, I know. Right. Yeah. The, yeah but yeah, my main excitement is probably on what homegrown is gonna gonna hit. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other guys, and I I'm trying to talk myself into being exciting about Montero potentially taking a bigger um, focus point in the midfield, I, just because we saw, you know, we were so excited about him when he, in his first year and last year, um, like he, he was fine and, and Aronson took a little bit more of the shine, but I think, I think this could be a year where he really, you know, steps up and, you know, shows. Shows that he's he's worth all the all the money that that we paid him paid for him. Not that last year he really didn't, but I think this year he could be a, a big step for him. And I, yeah, I'm also excited about Corey Burke. I think uh, I'm just excited for him to be like established and like not dealing with the stuff he dealt with last year, and like coming this this season. And even if he's fighting for a starting spot and and might not be the starters to to start the season, like I, I think he he's a guy that could work his way into that and be. Be a, a an answer at the striker spot because we're we're just not sure. about anyone else at the moment, or really, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm also like some a guy we never even mentioned yet was Finley, and maybe you know he could be a guy that becomes a really really solid um, center back for us. And not that jack or, or or jacob won't be but i think he could be a really nice addition that that is going a little bit under the radar at least at the moment because you know he's not even there yet um, right right but yeah yeah i think yeah it just comes back to the the big assignment might be these homegrowns mm-hmm. agreed I yeah. agreed um cool man cool uh yeah do you want to go take a break and then come back and and talk about some some a couple rumors and then get into those other topics we uh we have
0: dude i love rumors all right so yeah let's take a break and we'll come back we'll talk about uh that goalie stuff us um olympic qualifying and national team stuff and then the big segment of bad march madness ideas based around the union so buckle up come back after this Hey guys, Stupid Brothers podcast presented by the Bradley League. Game. Um, so we're to the big, you know, second half of the segment today. On the day that we're recording, we got to see some real soccer that mattered, and that was the uh, Olympic qualifying team. They beat Costa Rica 1-0. Luke, give me your first
1: thoughts. Oh boy, um, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> wasn't the prettiest of games. Um, not the most exciting of rosters compared to maybe some previous U.S. rosters, but it's also U23s with the more exciting U23 guys stuck in Europe and not, not getting caught into these ones. But they they won. So, like, they won, and they're one step closer to qualifying for the Olympics, which they haven't done in a pretty long time. So, I, I, you know, I, it's still a, a positive, positive outcome. I don't know. I, like, what, what, what do you have to say about this game?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, so, yeah, I kind of told you I was – taste around my kids a little bit during the game so one eye on the game one eye on parker and um i don't think i was that impressed uh i don't think that there are that many players who were like jumping off the page at me to be breaking into the uh the senior national team um i did like sam Bynes a lot Mm i thought he i think he's a actual legit player um See he look oh gosh, Colorado? Yep. Yep, look at that. Um and then Salcedo, their number ten. He came in and I thought he looked good. Uh I don't know, they keep talking about Ferreira. Like he, he's gonna be their guy who he plays how the national the senior team wants him to play. So that's kinda cool. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I don't know. What what did you think?
1: Yeah, no, I agree with like those guys maybe stood out, and, and it, it's like I obviously Freeze is on this roster, and we wanted to see him play. Um, yeah. And Ocho- Ochoa had like a pretty great game, so I'm not sure if that interferes with with Freeze's potential playing time because I th- I honestly I thought going into this game it was uh Marcus and Kinski, If I sorry I said that wrong, and then Freeze was second, and then Ochoa was third on the depth chart. Um, and maybe they're each gonna get a game in, in in these three games, but the way he played, like I, I mean, I don't know why you would
0: yeah you take him
1: out. Like he, he played pretty solid. Like if if that's yeah, I, I I don't know what what the plan is there, but yeah, I don't know if Freeze is gonna be able to get in after, after that. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, like I don't, the center backs looked a little shaky. Um, yeah, midfield looked – not super creative but they got the job done so like what you know this was this was kind of it seemed like the the biggest um but one of the more important games because then they just have to be el salvador and then they qualified into the, the semifinals so it's like they don't even have to like rely on getting a result against mexico who is probably is definitely going to be the the most difficult team to play so they, they got the job done so that's you know well, yeah like, i was
0: gonna say it's kind of like a smash and grab kind of job you get in you get your result and you get out right um
1: and then hopefully yeah. like the, the olympic the real olympic team in tokyo could include some of the guys that that are in europe that and they get get pulled into this team and, and you know any senior guys from like the three older guys that could like, pull in there could be more you know bring some more excitement to this team but uh, yes but we'll see you know gotta get there first
0: yeah um Yeah, just think about, like, the team that could be is is way more exciting than the team that was today. Right. Um, And and you hope that those guys who are in Europe value the Olympic experience a lot, because that would be freaking awesome to have those guys coming back. I mean, like, I mean, it, it like, wouldn't be fair.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's something that, like, maybe Mark McKenzie could get into this team because to segue into our our next point, the senior team uh, roster got announced because uh, they have a couple of friendlies in Europe and Aronson got called in, which is awesome, but McKenzie did not. So maybe, you know, in the Olympics, if they're, you know, if it's not going to be like a full, you know, full strength roster, maybe it's something like where McKenzie gets, gets, gets pulled into the Olympics, the Olympics team, and he can like carry that, that defense into like getting some results there. So I don't know
0: yeah and, and i heard didn't he have a knock or something he's like kind of hurt coming back from a knock and that's kind of why or played in into why he did not get called in i mean that that was kind of what i heard
1: oh first. that that might be true yeah i'm not sure about that but if that's okay. true that that might negate some of my points but possible. but no i mean yeah
0: but yeah i mean it all it all works the same you mm-hmm. know um but yeah, uh, not gonna lie. I thought today was the senior team, so I was all excited to watch Aaronson. <laughs> and I realized what I was watching. I was like, "Ah, crap." Um,
1: but yeah, so the senior team—they have uh, some European friendlies, um, well, friendlies in Europe, because they're playing Jamaica, and they're playing Northern Ireland. Um, and Jamaica is without, uh, you know, Blake and Burke, but it's still—it's still, it's still going to be a pretty exciting roster. Like that's—that's that's the team that that we we are all you know excited to, to see um to see like because i mean this this us men's team is getting so much so much hype and like you know musa just signed or announced that he's playing for us and and all this stuff and like that's that all those guys are, are going to be in this roster so that's going to be some exciting games even though that's just friendlies and they're not know actually meant for it, you know don't mean anything but those, those are going to be the exciting exciting guys to watch so it's it's cool that aronson is pulled into that group and you know, he definitely deserves it with the way he's been playing in, in Austria right now. So it's, but it's going to be really exciting to see how, where he can fit on the, and how much playing time he might be able to get with a team that has just so much talent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, and it is cool. The Musa thing. Um, and I, I saw part of that was like, he, he mentioned the support from, you know, like people, like, like I was going to say, like nobody's like us, but like, you know, like, just social media and people that he saw online, like, he he's received so much um, support for joining the U.S. And so it was cool to see that that was something that helped a guy make a decision because, you know, we all do our little Twitters and stuff like that, and, you know, it doesn't really matter. But here's a guy saying, I've heard, I had so much support from Americans that, you know, I really felt good about joining their squad, and that's a cool it's kind of a cool validation for <laughs> I was going to say all that we do, but you know, like, yeah, people, you know,
1: no, you I know. definitely know what you're saying. And it's also like, it, it brings up another point up in my mind. That's kind of a, a bigger picture point that just shows how far soccer has come in, in America and how, how much people care about it. Like it's, I know we're sometimes we feel like a pretty, I don't know, small group of people that like are really invested in, in soccer in America. But like, I feel like this, this Musa thing really shows that like, it's kind of a, a, it's a bigger, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of backing on of soccer in America right now. And it, and it feels like it's growing at a pretty, pretty exciting and, and fast pace. So uh, yeah, that's just, it's just another, a, a pretty cool point is here, here that like that helps make it, make his decision and, and makes, I don't know. Yeah. It makes fans feel feel cool. Cause we, like, we always want to do whatever we can to feel involved in soccer in the, in the stuff that we, and the team and the sport that we love. So that's, yeah, that was pretty cool to hear.
0: Yeah. Um, all
1: right, so let's, let's get into some rumors.
0: Oh, I forgot about the
1: rumors because I'm excited for the fun.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) no, let's get into So, so there's a couple things that came up just on Twitter. Um, a couple of, you know, obviously the rumors that we always got to talk to talk about. Um, so a couple, a couple that just came recently uh, about some, about, you know, more homegrowns that are getting interest because that's just how they're going to do it these days is um one being Jack De Vries is getting looked at by Europe um a couple um uh, th- like teams like Copenhagen PSV are 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 looking at him um which is kind of crazy because he you know hasn't played a lot in MLS hasn't I don't think he's gotten a start yet and um and I know before he signed with the Union there was talks he was he mentioned that he was had some interest in, in some of those clubs but it's interesting to hear that without his without getting a lot of results in in MLS yet from him.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. You say he hasn't played much in MLS. I feel like that's an understatement.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But it it makes me feel excited about him that like, there's, there, there's obviously quality in him that like, I'm excited to explore and see hopefully he can showcase this year and we can see like why he's getting this kind of interest because, you know, there's, there's, there's something there. And like, we know he's obviously has the talent, but like, we haven't been able to see it. So hopefully like we get to, you know, See, see, maybe he's and maybe this this means that he's that guy that becomes the next Aronson, that the next you know Star Academy guy that that's gonna get sold for you know a couple of million or something.
0: Right, right, and I think it. I mean, obviously, it helps that guys like Aronson, Aronson is producing. It's not like Aronson went over and is you know getting spot minutes here and there, but Aronson right. went over and I mean immediately has shown that an MLS homegrown player is an impact player. Um, over there that I, I know, you know, say what you will about the Austrian, Austrian league, but, um, he's doing it. And then what getting minutes at Gank, and it's like, you know, without those two doing well, are the same looks being given to a uh, DeVries with the lack of experience at this point in his, uh, development.
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Then another uh, little rumor that just came out um, is that I think that just this one just came out today um, was Fontana is also getting some interest. Um, and, and this uh, this rumor was that he was getting looked at by a second division team in Italy, v- Venezia.
0: And I, am yeah, this was the one I'm kind of excited for, just because I want to get a Venezia jersey. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to kind of hold off on doing that uh, until they sign him, so that I have. <laughs> very good
1: reason to do it yeah yeah it's, it, that'd be cool like and he, i think he has an italian passport so that makes it makes it seem like a little bit more more valid of a or, or possible of, of a rumor um but yeah maybe you know he bangs bangs in another couple couple big goals and then he, he gets some some offers this, this summer so that'd be cool to see you know and you know just keep, keeping that pipeline going and maybe these i feel like these guys probably aren't going to get the kind of money that McKenzie or Aaronson or got but it's it's cool to hear that You know, there's a n- next line of guys that that are getting interest to being being sold off So yeah, it's just cool to hear and obviously these are just some, you know, some tweeted rumors but the sources were like transfer market so that like that's somewhat of it's a pretty so cool. legit kind of reporting yeah. website and not you know, it's It's not nothing. So it's it's cool to hear
0: and another thing that makes that uh, would be cool. Is that uh, we know Fontana would love to play in Italy Mm-hmm. Um obviously he'd want to play for or he'd want to play for Juve as he told us but mm-hmm. um I feel like he would just be really really excited and really happy to have that opportunity to go over there and um pursue the Italian league, you know, get up to Serie A. Definitely. Um All right, so not rumors. You're done with your rumors, right?
1: Oh, uh, there's one more. I okay. Have. Uh the there is an incoming rumor possible. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. So there is a guy. I, I don't know if you, if listeners remember, uh, he was Jan von Vodhunel. He um, was a, a Czech so- uh, soccer player <laughs> who who we were linked to, I think, a year ago. Um, and he's like an attacking midfielder. played I think he plays on the left side mostly. But um, we're, we're linked to him again this year, along with um, two other MLS clubs, DC United and Nashville. And this is according to um, MLSMultiplex.com. But I, I don't know how valid that is, but it seemed pretty legit. And having other MLS teams involved in the rumor makes it seem a little bit more valid. But I just remember last the, when, when we heard about this guy being linked to us before, I looked at his highlight reel, and he was a guy that really, really... His highlight reel really stood out in a way that Montero's did, and like you know, it's it's something that like you don't always see in these highlight reels. Like, okay, this guy could be good. It's also just like a couple of random plays, but this guy's reel looked really, really exciting from an attacking midfielder, and he had like a lot of pace and seemed pretty creative. So, if if there's something that pans out, like I feel like that could be a pretty exciting addition to our midfield that maybe could use a little bit of firepower, or maybe and maybe he could be you know another a forward type of player too. So. You know, it's just another it's something to, to throw out there because we kind of have a pretty, uh, pretty quiet off season, and, and you know, any, any of these rumors we have, we can we're gonna we're gonna you know look into. So it's something that, that you know, maybe, maybe that pans out, maybe not, but it's he, he could be an interesting type of player.
0: For sure, yeah, um, yeah, that one's all you. I don't know anything about that one. So way to go, Luke! Always <laughs> oh, keeping us abroad on the uh, the rumor mill. Yeah. I got some that's not a rumor. If you're not, are you done? You're not done. Yeah, I'm He's done. Said, I'm done. You're done. So Blake, so so freeze. Let's go freeze, and then Blake. So Freeze got a contract extension, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know he won us the supporter shield uh, as as expected last year, and um, then Blake is going to be a free agent after this year. Do you read anything into the contract extension? And then how would you feel? Uh, what 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 direction do you think the f- team should go with Blake? Um, you know, assuming he has a solid year again, do you resign him? Do you try to sell him for whatever you can get and roll with Freeze? What what what's your opinion on? I,
1: I mean, that? if you try to sell him, you have to sell him like this year, right? If he's a free agent next year,
0: right? Right. So yeah.
1: I I would. I don't know if we're ready for that. I, in my opinion, I'd want to keep Blake as long as he wants to stay. And I, I don't think... Like, goalkeepers aren't that expensive. Like, he's not Tim Howard. Like, he doesn't... He's not... Like, goalkeepers are never going to have... Like, a need to, to... We don't need to spend that kind of... Uh, enough money to make this seem unreasonable to keep Blake. I think as long as... You know, unless there's a way to sell him... and. And it's enough money, maybe, but like I think, like I, I'm in the opinion where I just want to keep Blake as long as he wants to stay with us because he's that good, and I, I'd love to see Freeze, and if he's our starter, I'm not, I'm not against that, but you know, Blake's he's a goalkeeper of the year, so like keep him as long as we can, in my opinion.
0: I totally understand. Do you do you
1: have uh, any other opinions on that, or
0: I don't think so. I think that's
1: yeah, I yeah
0: i mean if you're gonna if someone comes with the right offer i guess but at the same time it's like right now with the way the union are spending money or not spending money it's tough to it's tough to tell them or to to have that feeling like let me sell a valued asset to get money when we haven't seen them within the past year really like spend a good chunk of it on something like so if you're if you're telling me that you're gonna sell blake and get you know like seven hundred thousand dollars okay so what what's the return okay yeah yeah you're getting money but what's that money being put to because we haven't seen that you know we just sold Blake I mean um Brendan and Mark and you know we brought in Stuart Finley and signed a bunch of homegrowns and that's all we've done so it's like where's the value in money if we're not going to spend it
1: right yeah and it's also like selling the homegrowns like that's just part of the plan so that Mm -hmm. was kind of more expected too and that's you know, part of the union's philosophy, selling Blake, that's not, it's not the same thing, so yeah, it's just like, uh, you're making a little bit of money, but you're, yeah, you're, there's just no, there, there's really not a lot of upside in getting rid of a player like him.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um.
1: all right, cool. Are you going to get into the, 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 uh, the fun stuff? all the
0: serious stuff is done, all right, so if you're if you're into a serious podcast, you're probably good to stop listening just make sure you go and leave us a review and tell us you enjoyed the seriousness of the first part of the podcast so welcome to the second part uh so (laughs) aj got an idea um so i see lots of march madness stuff coming out um a lot of cool soccer related march madness ideas you know best kits, um mls aces i went through theirs they had uh most mls type moments so um like the la galaxy Mascot with a sign that says it's called soccer. Um, so just different things like that. Drunk Bruce Arena, all kinds of just like random stuff. And so people love jumping into March Madness. Now you and me, you know, both getting a couple new jobs, we didn't we didn't have time to come up with a cool March Madness thing uh, until now.
1: But we have bad ideas that we're going to well, share. We got really everybody.
0: bad ideas. <laughs> and we're going to share here some of our bad. March Madness bracket ideas. Okay, so March Madness 64 whittled down to one winner. Luke, give me give me a bad March Madness idea that's based around our very own Philadelphia Union.
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm not sure if all these gonna have uh, 64 um, participants, but yeah, here here are my 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 brackets. Um, right. Number one will be. Okay, this one, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's not such a bad one. It's kind of an interesting one. Bracket of the best goalies not named Andre Blake. Ah, because aside perfect. from him, it's kind of a crapshoot.
0: And that's that's funny you said that because I had... Uh, where is it? Oh, goalies. Goalies for whatever year we had a lot of goalies.
1: <laughs> like uh-huh.
0: 13 20, 2014. You know, it was whatever year. They all blend together. Yeah, yeah so... It's, okay, so... <laughs> Agree. Let's create a bracket of goalies All right, now. Um, all right, so I had one uh, bracket, March Madness bracket of mascots, mascot ideas, and whittled down, and they came up with a snake with arms and legs named Fang.
1: Okay. Okay. So another one of mine with brackets of best Jim Curran sideline looks. Ooh. I you know. going like to
0: be a lot similar ones but yeah but not. i
1: think last year he got into maybe a little more casual look i know he definitely rocked the um black labs matter shirt a lot and but also had oh, like you're... a lot of more you know casual stuff
0: oh so you're talking about like clothing he wears
1: yeah
0: oh i was thinking like what faces he makes oh that's
1: true too that might be might be better a better idea or worse i don't know it could but... be a worse idea and that's kind of where that's... we're going
0: that's the point yeah yeah um so 64. Uh, let's see so you said goalies i did mascots um 64 gold stripe placements on a navy kit <laughs> so i don't know i just figure there's gotta be at least 64 places you can put a gold stripe you know go horizontal diagonal up and down left stripe uh right stripe oh, sleeve i don't know it's stupid all right your
1: turn <laughs> all right 64 our bracket of the best um sergio santos haircuts
0: oh that's good I because I good. think I
1: actually think he might be getting up to close to 64.
0: that is that is good that is good um all right so I've got a bracket of 64 different options for a front of kit sponsor
1: okay mm-hmm.
0: after BMO, yeah instead of BMO, instead okay
1: of that's good okay that because that relates to my next one uh-huh okay bracket of the worst union Twitter debates Ooh. Nice. Bingo was always one of them and that might be yeah. might be a, a one seed.
0: Yep, that would. Yeah. I was and that's going to relate to my next one. Just 64 Twitter union people,
1: you know. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, like uh uh there's so many people um I don't want to give Mike any credit since he bought he beat me in uh, trivia, but he's probably a one seed. Just just saying, and Silver Ray is probably another one seed. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's lots of Twitter people think, out there. I
1: think I think we should make make it clear Union Hulk is the one seed. But yeah.
0: Oh yeah 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 the yeah and yeah he wins so yeah. sorry everyone else. Um.
1: Uh, all right. right, my I think this is might my, be my my best worst one. Um. So the okay. bracket of the best Andrew and goals.
0: Ah. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, so I had a bracket. I had two more. Two more. Uh, for niche officers. Whoa. As in, as in the tattoo officer one. And so imagine, back it up. Sixty-four different uh, vendors or types of craftsmen vying for the union's officer spot. <laughs> I'm thinking like crocheting uh
1: the team crochet officer okay yeah Chief crochet officer. officer. Uh-huh.
0: yeah like um i don't know embroidery uh <laughs> high five officer
1: do oh, they still uh, do the t- tattoo thing i feel like that happened and then ever actually i really happened
0: i i don't know i don't know and and that actually brings us to a great spot real quick uh shout out to um, dude who wrote an article on MLS tattoos and put us in it.
1: Oh, yeah, Sam Jones on MLS soccer. Sam
0: Jones, there you go. Um, I know it was something basic. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sam Jones.
1: <laughs> basic yeah, <that> was... name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a regular name. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, in that tattoo article, go check it out because not, not only will you get to see our bare naked calves, but there is a fun- – did you read it? I don't know. You must have saw it. But there's a phenomenal tattoo of a Seattle Sounders fan with a Celine Dion face. Did you see that? It yeah. was amazing. I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like this, I, I, I also the stupidest thing I ever looked at in my life. But um, <laughs> a lot of Atlanta tattoos in that article. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. Atlanta, Seattle, and Toronto. I felt like are were well represented. Yeah, but your, your boys were up there. Union dupes. Alright, I got one more. Ready? This one kind of went with your Sergio Santos one, but I wanted to save it for my last one because this is one I deal with on the reg. Working with the Union. 64 different ways to spell Casper Shabelko's name. Nice. There it is. Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Goodness gracious. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I feel like we laughed a lot less than when I said (laughs) Shingards. for Shingards <laughs> alright that, yeah, that was a bust um, don't edit it because that'd be a waste of your time too so let's just let people listen to it um, hey Matt just gotta give you a shout out thanks for listening you usually do
1: um, oh and also uh, just because I know we're, we're wrapping up um, I tweet gonna tease a little bit um, I, I know Brother, it was on brotherly games twitter if you, anyone saw it but uh, we're gonna be we have a little bit of a, a CCL um I don't know, treat for people, um, that, that, that I think we're going to be releasing soon that I, I worked on w- with, with Matt Ralph for Brotherly game. So keep an eye out. Um, pretty, pretty fun little thing, a uh, little special thing for, for CCL. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say, because I don't know exactly how it's going to be rolled out. Um, so yeah, keep it on the Brotherly game Twitter for that.
0: Yeah. That, and, and just to follow up on that, keep that ball rolling. Uh, the doopie brothers will be doing a couple giveaways at the beginning of the season. So look out for tweets from us. Um, giveaways will include a, uh, authentic is it authentic. It's authentic. right? Oh, well,
1: yeah. Authentic union Jersey, uh, uh yeah. the, authentic the, Jersey. The, Jersey. Yeah, the, the home. Yeah. Last year and this year's home Jersey. So th- yep. the dark blue one. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, we'll have a sexy season shirt to give away at some oh, yeah. point this season and some added time outfitters bands to give out this season. Uh, so I want to give them all a shout out because, uh, a lot of cool stuff coming your way this season so um at some point we'll get to this season and you'll get to get that stuff for free maybe so good luck to you all um luke solid well this was kind of a crappy podcast but we did it um so hopefully you uh don't regret listening to this too much but thank you for listening go and re hopefully you reviewed it before you finished it and uh we'll talk to you again sometime soon so thanks for listening wear a mask and keep being good people Union Gold!